realised that we were just blocking all of these down <laughs> Yeah. So what is this particular thing? What is this little guy? That is a microphone. It looks like Hal from Space Odyssey. That's hilarious, because that's my wallpaper on my phone. Is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Hey, where are where's here? Here, here, it's a special episode. We are down at Good Chemistry Brewing. We're joined by Mr. Sam Curley. Hello. Hello, sir. How's it going? Yes, we're, we're well. Are you yeah. well? Yeah, right. I, yeah, yeah. my uh, incoming message sound used to be there was a message for you, Dave, with the Dave cut off. I've only ever had one novelty ringtone, and it was the. Uh, the, the, same, ringtone on a no, the, the same ringtone from 24 within the like, uh, crisis center okay. area. I've actually yeah. never seen that show. Really? Yeah. I've seen old, the first series. Old. Uh, yeah, I've seen the first. I don't really remember it now. That's fair. No, I don't think many people do. I used to have the Metal Gear Solid, uh, yeah. you know, when you get caught. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's I used solid. to have that. Um, I've always wanted the actual... Yeah, the right. codec. So, I've yeah, yeah. that. That's uh, I uh, I after how it was um the the Sonic ring noise, mm-hmm. which so many people were like, is that from Mario? I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then my email noise was the one up down. I don't know if you saw the picture behind the bar. No, the glowing picture. It's I like something you only see in like takeaway Chinese restaurants. Mm-hmm. It like lights up, but it makes the waves look like they're at some big waterfall, and it makes the waves look like they're moving. Oh, I did see that yesterday. I know it has about. sound. Wow. And the, the, I don't know if you ever played the game Fez. Yeah. Yep. You know that that brilliant documentary of that guy like nearly killed himself making that game. Yeah. And then it sounds the sound sounds like Fez. Really? Yeah. You know, like when the, everything revolves, the little seagulls yeah. go apart because it's so old, and like Fez is made in that kind yeah, of yeah. Like, way. And the, the sound is so similar, and in my head, I like keep thinking of the white that revolving <laughs> and getting that gold little cube. Yeah. And, yeah. That guy's, he did a great job with that game. Yeah. Turns out, though, making a solid game by yourself, unless you're like Terry Kavanaugh, breaks you. I mean, the Bray guy also had problems going into it and problems going out of it. Yeah, yeah. So he's just made The Witness? The, the yeah. Maze game? You, you play The Witness is fantastic. Is it really good? Because yeah. I keep looking at it in the PSN store. You've, you've got to be in the right mood for it, definitely. Uh, it's, it's slow. You, you take it at your own pace completely, and it can be completely infuriating or absolutely wonderful right when you work out the trick to that set of puzzle and it, you, you hit that one then you hit that one and you hit that one and you're just on a roll of getting through these this is this is perfection yeah. like, then you come up against one which alters it very slightly and you fuck you Jonathan Blow fuck this game yes, yeah. yeah yeah so he's like uber genius but like whenever I hear him talk he's just like big brain yeah, yeah. very yeah. erudite yeah, yeah. What's the other game he did besides Brave? Is that another one, or was it just two? I don't recall. I don't know. Brave is beautiful. Yeah. Loved that game. I uh, I am one achievement off of 100%ing it on Steam. Really? Yeah, and I just, I don't, achievement hunt, I was just playing the game. I was like, oh, I really want to get all of the things, and I can't remember whatever I'm missing. It's something probably trivial, but... Are you stuck trying to land on one I, of those ground things to make sure you... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't actually remember, like, it's been a while, but like... 
on Steam Big Picture, it like has different categories when you're in like console TV mode, and one of the categories is like uh, almost finished or something like that, and it's about like things, games you got lots of achievements for, and so Ray's always on there because I don't achievement hunt. Yeah. So it's just oh, it's my number one like that and Hexcell Infinite. Constantly yeah. reminded of your failure. Because Hexcell uh, Infinite, I've never played Hex. Hexcells is a push game um, where it's um you basically have you get a grid of gray hexagons that are all connected. Uh, some of them are flipped over and they've got a number. And the number tells you how many, it's like, kind of like Minesweeper, how many tiles are clickable. So basically you, you left click to mark blue, right click to mark orange. And so it starts out really simple. So you like, there's a three and there's only three connected things. So you know right. I can click all three of them. And then you see, but in, those revealed ones will have their own numbers. And you're trying to reveal the whole map. But as you go through, it actually was Hexcells, Hexcells Prime, Hexcells Infinite, I think. They add things like um, set braces around uh, the number, which means they're all connected. Uh, or okay, that's or cool brackets, there. which means they're specifically not connected. Okay. And then they start marking rows. So the column says nine, which means there are nine sort of marked, uh, revealable things here in this column. And so you just have to work all of the rule sets at once, and I haven't beat the last level. So like 250 squares you've got to try and... Oh yeah, that's cool. So it becomes incredibly addictive, basically. Yeah, and so like I I screened through, I got them in a pack. Surprise, surprise. Yes, yes. And I played, I I 100% Hexels, 100% Hexels Prime, and then ran all the way up basically to Hexels Infinite last level. Fuck me, I can keep going back to it, I can't figure out it's a, it's the, the same thing. With a lot of those kind of games though, once you're out of the mindset of the language of the game, it takes you a little bit of time to get back into it, yeah. and then you just bash your head against the wall constantly, yeah. don't you? And it's, it's the same with The Witness. If I went back to that now, I've got, uh, I didn't finish it, because there's, uh, there's extra puzzles that you can do, which you don't necessarily have to, but I found them and I thought, yes, I, I want to do this. And there's one where you, you, you do a set of puzzles every time, essentially. You do a set of puzzles, then move to another and do a set of puzzles, move to another and do a set of puzzles. Then get to this other room and you encounter a puzzle which you've never had to do before. And I just kept failing and kept failing and kept failing. And essentially just put it down. Something else came out and I started playing that. And it's one of those where I think, oh, I've got some time tonight. I'll play The Witness. Yeah. Like, no, I, I just take me, take me the whole evening yeah. to get back into it. Like, I've got loads of stuff like that. Like XCOM 2 is one of those yeah. for me. But I just... That is my type of game. Right. Um, that's, I can spend hours, my wife hates it when that first screen <laughs> Because it's the type of game that you are going to play mm, for hours yeah. on it. And so much time just doing stupid shit, like uh, t- putting an eye patch on one of them. Right. Or, yeah. Do you name your characters yes, as well? Yes, then yes, when yes. they die, you mourn them. Yes, yes. That's, I love that. And, you know, and I have like, and a Russian sniper, yeah. like you do. Yeah. He's yeah. like blonde, and he looks like uh, the Rocky Four dude. Dolph Lundgren, yeah, yeah. Like him. Who has a PhD? He does. does he? Yeah. 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 Kick it ass! Yeah. Right. Biochemistry. Yeah, he literally does. Yeah, he literally does. <laughs> does have he? a PhD, yeah. Okay. In, in, in environmental sciences. Really? A guy who blows up shit for a living. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Knows how to blow shit. Yeah, well, he makes the bombs and he uses the bombs. <laughs> but Xbox Two is just. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a beautiful game. Unfortunately, on the PlayStation Four, uh, it suffers from really struggling to perform. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I, except for what you call it. Um, also, was one of my game of the years, which are my hex games, the Generations game. It's like XCOM. 
the hex isometric. Oh fuck! Uh, not Master Chalice. Master Chalice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great chalice. game. That's a great oh, yeah. game. Get this. Yes, definitely. Is it but game-wise, I just thought, uh, so what am I, I could play Halo in like half a day, this really? one, Bloody hell. it's so short. Like, I own Halo 6, I've never turned it on. I've never played a Halo game outside of two multiplayer matches in Amsterdam with a friend. Oh, it just doesn't really, care. It doesn't really feel the way it did, like when Halo first came out, and you had that big controller, yeah, you yeah. had that massive console, and you felt like that console was made for that game. Yeah, it was like epic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember me and my me and my friends uh, went dial up. Yeah, that is for Halo. You know the old. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember playing that for the first time. And it all made sense. Sniper rifle went off like that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's it great. And I just think the Xbox One now. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it this year, but I this with console wise. I have one, and I used to play it quite a bit because I. had friends who played the games I wanted to play and they were the friends like that's why I got uh, having said that they were mostly like Rainbow Six Siege and stuff and they mm. stopped playing as much and then when we started Battlefield 1 that was all I needed like I'm pretty console agnostic I care more about who I'm playing with in right. the game right yeah yeah definitely, definitely. Uh, but yeah I mean I think it's fine yeah, I also like yeah. I'm not a huge I don't think the PlayStation 4 is something amazeable. I fucking... Okay, I will say this. Xbox Live is a million times better than yeah. PSM. I think God, so I hate... I hate dealing with I PSM. Think so I just think for... And yes, I have record like 20. Yeah, yeah, For like yeah. stuff like the Uncharted series, The Last of Us, God of War, uh, all the like exclusives, I think the PlayStation's done a real good job of yeah, keeping yeah, that, yeah. those people happy. And they usually nail their nose into the park as well. Mm. Uh, this is Bob, by the way. The brewer of all these beers. Oh, Bob. Yeah. love your beer. That's <laughs> um, yeah. fine. We still love your beer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think everything they release, they they nail. And, yes. Uh, and, and that's what I don't think the Xbox has done with their exclusives. Yeah, but but they have Forza Horizon Three, man. Uh, I mean, PlayStation. I actually don't mind that game. I'm just mocking it because they have so few decent exclusives. Yeah, I'll pick on the one that I actually like. Then oh, they're not going to sell on it. Fucking, that'd be nice. Yeah. PlayStation knocking it out, and all of their exclusive games at the moment are just getting such good reviews. Everyone is raving about like Horizon and Near Automata, which isn't a PlayStation exclusive as such, but it's a console exclusive. Yeah. Just everything they seem to be getting in at the moment, it's just is for. Yeah, it turns out you can have really shit infrastructure if what you're putting on that infrastructure is solid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, but then, you know, a lot of those games are all about the single player experience. They're all about the narrative yes. and the story, and which, yes, is, which you're not going to worry about for that. And then you've got something like Battlefield 1, which is a fantastic game. Yeah. But I could play it on either Where console. Where you could, you could play anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they've been Actually, really if you smart. had it on PC, yeah. I, I think yeah. they've been really smart. The way that they did their pricing, like they, they priced it low. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't expensive. It was it's more powerful the original actual setup of the PS4 yeah. was, was slimmer it was more compact and now yeah. they've released a slimmer like they yes. always do yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah I just think generally it, it beats it the only thing that annoys me is I'm a big basketball guy mm. and Xbox One used to have the NBA League Pass on it 
Now I haven't got any. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that really annoys me. That's the only. Thing. What do you think of the, like, well, the very the Spike Lee directed storyline mode that they added in NBA, in NBA 2K. 2K 16? Uh, I'm a big 2K guy. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Except uh, for football, I think that's where all the good games uh, are. Um, I thought it was rubbish. Yeah, I was curious. Was like rubbish. if you don't if you, you don't play these games for a narrative. Yeah. I mean, Nothing the narrative was yeah, interesting, yeah. and I liked how like it was like, hey, if you suck balls, yeah. like they did this with people seventeen as well, right? Um, if you suck balls, you're you're gonna just have a really shitty yeah. go of things. But like, I don't play these games. I have a story. I usually play them to pick up and play a match. Even if I'm doing a career modey type thing, I'm not like looking for I'm looking for the, the story of a season of a team I'm looking for a story yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. and you're looking to play it your way yeah yeah it's, I it's, played it my, my way for my career I just I skipped all the cutscenes I didn't care oh well you missed them into you missed all the emo and pouting and yeah my friend's better than me! I just wanted to finish with a career average of triple double. That's all I really care. <laughs> I didn't really care about anything else. I you just, know you I just and I wanted the draw, so I wanted yeah. to get like the draw yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I wanted to feed into that capitalism. Because yeah. NBA 2K is like the most capitalistic game. If you can become a successful dude who signed up to like Nike, yeah. you can ball and you're like the greatest team on earth. Yeah. Uh, praises um, you constantly. Yeah, that's yeah. Which, which, to be fair, that's probably what life was like if you were that guy. Yeah, you I created me. Yeah. Oh, and it, it couldn't be fun for me. But I did create like a five foot ten. I, I made him like five eight, five nine. I'm not five ten. Five eight, five <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he was quite short and uh, had a little headband on and stuff. Yeah. As, as you are wont to do as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I was good. Yeah, you know, I was sticking it to Steph Curry. Those, uh, but yeah, I think two K is a. I think it's a great sport game. Yeah. I really like Madden as well. Mm. And FIFA is still that game that when you meet a guy who's brought that into games, yeah. you can get him with FIFA. Yeah, you know, yeah. You'd be like, if you're at a rubbish party and you know there's a console there and it's his, you can be like, you just want to play FIFA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're out of black. <laughs> and you can just play FIFA. And it's, like it's, 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 it's kind of either that or Call of Duty. Yeah. But FIFA's yeah. much more party centric as well. And like, just sit there and kind of zone in on shooting the shit out yeah. of each other or have a friendly match of football. Yeah, yeah. A slightly heated friendly match but, of football. But also, if people's much better to watch than like Yes, a, very yeah, much. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. mind watching a couple friends play and like if you're in rotation past the other around, it's not a big deal to be out for a round. But like Call of Duty or any FPS, if you're playing and then you're out early, if it's like, you know, not no response or something, you're just like, I don't really want to watch this split yeah. screen and, and, battle fest. And, Normally, football games are quite easy to pick up. Yeah. If, you don't, if you're not really into games, you think, oh, I'll just have a go. I can play. So you know, fucking shooting, man. <laughs> when they changed shooting in 2009, from the 2009 model, they switched forever. sides. Yeah, they just switched the way. Like, in, now you actually aim with the joy. Yeah. The other problem yeah, is, like, like yeah, yeah. and Wolfenstein, you couldn't actually pull down? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's great. You remember that? Mm. Didn't they do this for the new dude? Like, it was, like, stuck. For the new one? No, no, you, no, you, no, you, no, you can't move, you can't move. Yeah. It's a great game. And you can like go up to dudes and like break their neck and then okay. Yeah, the go. melee the melee attack's got loads of different cool. animations. Yeah. Which just you, I think I I've only played the demo, played it a couple of weeks ago. And I was trying to do these melee attacks as much as possible because the enemy will glow when they're ready for a, a like an instant melee kill. Yeah. It wants you to just 
pound the enemy, just keep moving, yeah. and push through these wishes. Oh yeah, and, that, and that's why this is the, it is such a spiritual successor to the franchise. Yeah, yeah, completely. In a way that, like, I think Hitman also is like very old school Hitman One, Hitman Two, Hitman Game. Okay, yeah. so Hitman Game. Um, but a lot of Hitman is great because Hitman still is bloody hard. Yeah, it's still yeah. hard. And games now, like, I love Uncharted. I think it's fantastic, and it's one of those games that I still sit there and I listen to all the cutscenes. It's a great game, but they're easy. It's not hard to complete Completely. Uncharted. Yeah. You can sit there and do the whole thing in a couple of sittings. Yeah. Uh, the jump is just X, X, X. There's no, like, yeah. it's very easy. And games it's like... like Although a porn jump. A porn jump? X, X, X. Oh. Really? Is that what that's called? It is now. <laughs> oh. It's on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So we'll go around to girls, girls, girls. That's how it is. Yeah. And I like, Uncharted like, came up with that whole thing of, like, you know what? And then you don't even have to press... He just, he just climbs, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you make everything simple. But it makes sense to be running short, though, doesn't it? Like, yeah, climbing like that, to not have to have a button input, for him to just naturally sort of scale the wall and climb up, because you're pressing up, that is your intention. Is. You, you could play something like, um, is it Grow Home? Yeah. Which was the Ubisoft, and you're a little robot, and you're, yeah. essentially, yeah. You, you hold L1 and he'll grab with his left hand, you hold R1 and he'll grab with his right hand. And it's all about climbing up this giant plant. So you're sat there trying to climb, and it's a climbing simulator. Oh, I'm just trying. It's because you're, you're trying fun. to right, It is it's yeah. very fun, but it's it's just a different way of using physics and then and sort of really using the mechanics of the game to push how that character is moving yeah. and, and how you react to this yeah. stuff as well. Like Uncharted, shit, press up, yeah. jump onto the wall, and just go yeah. up. And I, I love that, and I think that's great. But for me, Ninja Gaiden, like when I completed mm, Ninja yeah. Gaiden for the first time on the Xbox, I felt like I was the president of the world. <laughs> well, that's and a of fucking tough game. It was so hard, and I was exhausted yeah. after that. Yeah. And they don't make stuff like that. Well, cool. the Souls games. Yeah. But, but see, I think that the Souls games are punishing. While, while like, you can have a difficult game that's not punishing, and we don't have that era. Yeah. Difficult game that's frustrating. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I have to, in this preamble, mention the third of my top hex games of 2013, I think it was, or whatever, 14, 15, whatever, because Super Hexago is <laughs> <laughs> a fucking maniacally tough game. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and when I beat that first level, I was like, holy shit, that achievement is my proudest yeah. thing. I made, I went, I stopped playing, went straight to Steam, yeah. and put that badge up. That's like, it. Because... That's an achievement. And when you mentioned like that feeling in Ninja Gaiden, that's, that's exactly what like F Zero, man, F Zero on the GameCube. You know when that came out, yeah. it looked glorious. Yeah, and you did one track, and you were like, I'm never going to be able to play this game. Yeah. It is so hard. But then when you do it, and you don't hit any of the barriers, yeah. and you win, you're like, I'm a boss. But uh, with with uh, like with something like that, with Wipeout games like that, you, uh, in F Zero, yeah. you you learn, don't you? Yeah. It, it, it eases you in. They're paced so well. Yeah, and I like think that. that's so crucial. So this is what I don't like about the Souls gallery is that the pacing of like learning to survive. I mean, and this is the main point of them, is that it's punishing and you're just going to have to learn. While yeah. a lot of tough games seem like, I, I can't play this game. It's much too tough yeah. the first time you play it. But after a couple of times, you pick up on things and you yeah. barely survive through and continue. While the Souls games, it's very easy to yeah. get frustrated. I, I think yeah. Nintendo have always been the masters of creating difficulty, kind of like Sugar Rats. Yeah. Know? yeah. The GameCube had all, like Metroid Prime, when that came out on the GameCube, 
just blew my mind. I just thought it was beautiful. The way that you can scan items, learn about them, go back way ahead. Like people yeah. like think of Bioshock now, yeah. Yeah. like listening to the audio tapes of Metroid and all those games we're doing that on the NES. You know, yeah. like they're so good. And Nintendo are getting those stories across whilst making the game complicated. And, and you know, like that's, I love that. Oh, yeah, I think, I think Nintendo often underrated in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're seen as this very family friendly, fun kind of games, but they can put out really complicated but well paced and Absolutely. and kind of difficult experiences Absolutely. for you to have. And, and they but don't get it, enough grace. I think it. what they do is they make it so that if you're a kid who doesn't have the dexterity yet, you'll still be able to finish the mm. game. Mm. And that's a tough balance. Like you said, they're underrated. Yeah. We uh, I had a massive chat with one of my old friends um, uh, back in Portsmouth and um, we're called the Trifle. The Trifle's nice. on my uh, on my arm. Nice. Uh, Games at arms. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I said to the two guys, Sam and Mark, that uh, we would all get the same tattoo and, uh, you know, if we're yeah. Zelda yeah. Brothers forever, Link Brothers forever, and they never got them, i the only one of them. And it was they the best. They see yours and they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's kind of like if, uh, it's there. You know, it's okay. Oh, well, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, but they didn't get one. They didn't yeah, get one. Um, so, so we were obsessed with the GameCube and uh, we were obsessed with everything because of the handle. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can carry it everywhere. <laughs> we were. That handle did it. Um, I just thought it was... A, I thought... Oh, it was a from, great little From, like, Pikmin. Mm. That was an incredible game. It like, was. Mario Sunshine was Sorry. incredible. Sunshine. Sunshine's really good. Uh, and then they, 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 they lived the Metal Gear Solid, the old Metal Gear Solid. They yeah, brought back... Snakes. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. That was great. All the Resident Evil stuff came out on it. And, it oh, all and they were great, yeah. Um, I thought it was a great job. F-Zero. Beautiful Joe. Oh, Beautiful yes. Joe is such that a good game. Great. I have that on Steam. They released it a while ago with, like, no fanfare. Really? Yeah. I have yet to turn it on. I will well, they just they just um, announced that uh, Bayonetta is coming to PC. Nice. Oh, wow. Bayonetta not being a Nintendo. Bayonetta 2 was the Nintendo exclusive, wasn't it? Yeah. It's, it's really random with these old games suddenly getting yeah. released. I think they realized that, like, nostalgia factor can get you, like, your IP is worth something just on, with yeah. no improvement. And a lot of it, now that we have the power, like, it's really easy to port. Yeah, very yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. And then they had Advanced Wars. Remember that? That's yeah, great. that was great. Turn-based, Fire and Monster, like, just so many. Just, yeah. just, and they had the wonderful uh, anti-pirating um, device. Yes. Which was, the disc spins the other yes. way. Not just that, tiny discs. No, tiny discs you can figure out. Can right? you? Oh, yeah, you... You, you can, you can uh, even in a slot-loading CD tray, you can put a tiny disc in. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah, the fact that it spe- that. spun the other way yeah. meant that like you couldn't just like easily pirate it because it was impossible. All your gear that you would use to rip shit did not read it right. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> it's I didn't so, know that. Yeah, it spuns the other way. That's cool. Yeah, and it turns out, I mean, now, of course, you can easily put on a flash drive in like 70 games, so that's not a problem. But like, the first like, ripping GameCube, GameCube games was an actual problem for pirates for a long time. Because they had to, like, hardware hack their CD drives so that they could spin the other way. Okay. Oh, wow. So you need to take the whole thing apart. To yeah, yeah. Sort of it. Okay. So only people with, like, engineer PhD. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Dolph Lundgren. NASA. Well, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Riffing all of these Nintendo games. Well, I thought it was such a smart idea for the... Especially because it was the first disc-based thing. Okay. And one of the reasons why they were a very cartridge-based uh, up until that point was, like, N64. Like, like the, uh, it was kind of getting to the point where cartridges yeah, were really yeah. things, but, like, no one can steal our games. Yeah. 
And so they're like, I know, why don't we just spin it the other way and provide Perry fucking drive? Well, they've, they've all been about that as well, yeah. haven't they? Like, eShop is just a rehash of all of the games that you used to love, but you got to buy them again. Yeah. You have I, no, I, there's no backwards compatibility. Which, which is bullshit. Like, if I bought games on my Wii account, yeah. I should be able to play them. If it's the same game, like if it's Mario 1 and 1 through 3, I should be. I shouldn't have to rebuy Mario One for free. On, on yeah, completely, screen. completely. Yeah, I just Good. noticed we were going to talk about the first beer, and I've been like slowly nursing, like, oh, we're going to run out if we don't do a, we don't say something about the beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what we thought we would do, um, now that we're most of the way through, is do our notes on the beer, which you haven't told us what it is, and you can tell us how bad our taste was. Okay, go. Well, uh, <laughs> their music videos are better than their music. Okay. Oh, very good. Nice. Yes, good. Oh, it's very cold. <laughs> <laughs> so that's instantly thrown us out. But it's it's a little piney. Yeah, a little nutty. Nutty. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's slightly, yes. Coming off of that pine. The Nelson Sauvon in there is um, kicking through, so he just goes, no, there's none of that in there. It's clearly not nutty, and you're just we, being polite. We literally been talking about video games for like an hour, and now all my taste buds are thrown off now. <laughs> you do remember what you poured, right? This beer, Natural Selection, we Nice. Do you like that name? Yes, very much so. Yeah, I like it too. Yes, Kelly and Bob came up with that name. I can't take the, uh, the credit for that. I like the mouthfeel. It's just dry enough. It's, it was created just as a nice, simple 4% pale mm. um, for the summer, basically. Right. Um, that everyone can drink. Uh, and we found out yesterday at the brewery trail that that kind of was the case. Because it, it was, yeah. Because I think at the moment we are going through this where everyone is brewing really crazy uh, dippers um, yeah. Yeah, double IPAs well, yeah. which we have done as well you know Kokomo Weekend exists and I think yesterday you, you just get to a point where you have all of those and they're really really bitter there's loads of hops yep. in yeah. and then you just want something that's really simple uh, absolutely yeah absolutely so yeah so I think this does the job it is yeah. very sessionable yeah Definitely. that's a better I mean, word it's, it's, as soon as they're pleasant I, I, my mind went up like the shitty black and white world of Pleasantville that movie from the 90s or whatever I'm like, that's not the pleasant I mean yes, I mean yes. like it's it's smooth as well it, it goes that it goes so easily it is the mouthfeel is the hardest thing to get with a beer like this uh, yeah which is why I'm really happy it's really hard not to get it so it's like really thin yeah watery. yeah and it's not it's not no it's good super clear as well yeah it is yeah. Um, we do not filter here so when I when I bought it today um, that is so clear um but yeah, it's, it's great. We're really happy with it. Um, and so, it's that chance encounter to permanent. Okay, so is, this, is it just uh, kegged, cast? It's kegged and cast. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, we keg and cast it. Um, and it's very different cast. I was going to say, I'm, I'm assuming much flatter. Yes. Um, but what, um, what what comes out with that flat? So the, the mouthfeel is very much the same. Okay. Um, the citrusy flavours come out a little bit more. Um, uh, this is really carbonated, so yeah. obviously that kind of like distracts with your palate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still, you know, they're still fairly similar in ways. But you know, the cast just gives you a little bit more. You take note of other flavors because yeah, the carbonation. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of carbonation. I had a, a beer at home, which I bought from Audi of all places, and it was one of these Audi exclusive beers. Uh, it was from Hogsback. Oh. Wasn't bad. It was so carbonated. Yeah. Just the flavour was gone. But how do you feel about Belgian beers then? 
I do enjoy Belgian crisps. They're really, they're really good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But you still get a lot of flavour. Yeah, I was going to say. And the Masters. They, yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they've conquered carbonation with huge taste. They're, they're the kings. Yeah. Uh, uh, every time I have, you know, from it's just the sheer scale they have. You yeah. know, I'm a massive fan of um, Bok German beer. I used to work at um, mm. Lost the Ground in the, you know, those guys, the lager that they're making. Yeah, beer. we really enjoy some Lost the Ground beer. It's very good. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's some of the best German styles you can get yes. this yeah. side of the, of the water. Um, but the German stuff is, you know, they, they do lagers very well, they yeah. have a box and stuff like mm. that. But the Belgians have just got this scope, this is crazy, you know, yeah. from Gerzes, the blends, the, the triples, the quads, the, they've got all these incredible styles. And then you've got all the cherry ones. The Lambics, yeah, Lambics which is amazing. Yeah. I love Lambics. Amazing. And then, I hate fruit beers love Lambics because they're just so well done. So, like, Bob Bob literally just came back, the, the other guys were behind a bar downstairs, yeah. and they just went to Belgium for a long ago. They went to Cassion and uh, De Gaulle, and, and just seeing how they grew out there, right. like the culture of drinking, I think it's just beautiful. You know, me and my wife went to Brussels uh, quite a while ago now, but it's such an incredible experience beer-wise. Their the drinking culture is just amazing. You know, it's the same as the general one as well. Yeah. It's I have, a part of their culture. Yeah. Lovely. I have a confession, which is I lived in the Netherlands for two years and never made it to Belgium. Really? Yeah, I've never been. Oh man. Good. Yeah, uh, so the friend of mine who lived there for half the time I was there, and I kept trying to find and things just kept coming up, and he's in Berlin now, so uh, I think this summer probably we'll probably, Berlin, just, I'm probably going to head to Berlin, yeah. and then we'll go to Belgium, and then I'll loop back. It's such a party scene. It is. I, I went there uh, on a university trip, and essentially didn't do any of the work the university had set us to do so, whilst we were there. So what you were doing trip? We just drank and drank. Nice. You just... Bar hops. Nice. Well, well, these agents, man, like, like, um, oh, are you going to buy a, little, a, a, a bottle of Jaeger for like 10 euros or something? And just go, well, we'll have this before That's we it. go out and just stumble around That's the street so on the they, way there. They have, they have this lager called, um, it's one of the most popular German Hellas. Yeah, it's called Augustina Hellas. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you probably had it. Yeah. Bloody lovely. And um, so you can get that for like, what, a euro? Yeah. And uh, you, get it, you get it at your news agents. They give you the bottle and then they open it there. Yeah, they yeah. do, yeah. And yeah. then you're like, and then, you just, and then there's a little table outside. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? Wow. While I'm here, I'm, am I expected to drink this yeah. here? Like, I might as well have this one at the table and then I'll buy another one for the walk. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. If only we could have that. Like here, it's like when we drink, they think that we're going to go out and do something bad. But the rest of Europe is kind of so relaxed. So I used to. Well, they also tend not to get. Completely flattened as often. Yes, that's true. That's true. Because we drink to be destroyed. That's yeah. when you get to this point of like. But I just wish it was more just beautiful. Like the way yeah. that they dress so. Like it's just like, okay, you drink. Like if you see a guy walking down the road in Berlin with a beer, it's, it's like, oh, okay, that's, that's normal. Like yeah. here, if you see someone walking down the road, you're like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah completely. It's, it's, it's a weird, really weird concept in this country. And I grew up in Weymouth, which is a small town on the south coast, but it's lauded for its New Year's Eve. And it's in it's it's one of the top ten places in yeah. so many guidebooks to go for New Year's Eve okay. in the world. Not in the UK, in the world. Wow. Because almost everyone dresses up, every bar at least when I was uh, late teens, early twenties, every bar would just be open, you could buy your beer, and you could just walk the streets and walk to the next bar with your beer. The whole town centre was just, just open part for you to just walk and the streets were filled with people. Everyone was having a good time. They're all in fancy dress. 
They were on this huge fireworks, but, you know, and it's, it's nice. just a, generally it's just a fantastic time. But recently they've stopped doing that, and I think it's come about because of the 24-hour licensing. Right. Like, as soon as that came in, Weymouth was straight on that. And we, used right. to, we used to work in a bar, finish at two, go out for a few drinks, go and get breakfast somewhere at six, and then go back to the pub to clean it before <laughs> it opened again. And so, like, that, awesome. was, that was our, like, evening. And you'd see it sort of, like, six in the morning. The streets were filled with people puking in the gutter right. and stuff. And New Year's Eve has become a little bit more locked down right. because of the British right. drinking culture, essentially. Yeah. You know, three bars in the same strip might now go, well, yeah, you can take yeah. a beer between these three bars, yeah. but nowhere else. It's, yeah. just, you know, far off from anywhere else. You can't just walk down the high street with a beer now. Yeah. And it's, they, they sort of congregated people into these little clusters, essentially. Easier to police, I suppose. Drinking islands. But yeah, 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 essentially. But it's a shame that it's come to that, because and this is what I think with the breweries that are in Bristol and that scene was going up in Manchester and London and, like, you know, the amount of people that turn up to these things. Yeah. yeah. It is making people stop and think about what they're drinking and yeah. think about the flavours and, you know, the, the work that goes into it. And I think that helps the culture a lot, you know, because, you know, in, in Belgium and Germany, they know that the monks are working tirelessly yeah, tire yeah. to create incredible beer in Belgium and the breweries they have in Germany are some of the best in the world. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they understand that. And I think it's kind of like that recognition yeah, definitely. Of, of that here. And, um, and also, we have a huge cast market here, mm. and, which is incredible too, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the keg market now has changed a bit of that. And there's a little bit of, you know, like, I think, but I think the camera guys are really like getting into like so many people from camera turned up. I was going to ask that's actually, nice. because, um, it's yeah, it's lovely. Those guys know about beer. You know, and, yeah. and uh, it's great to have them come here and try our beers and stuff. And yeah, it's great if, if we can get more of that married Good. between the two. Yeah, guys. because my big problem with camera, from what my little exposure I've had in my time here, has been very sort of antagonistic to, to the new. And it sounds like that is very much changing. And it's, it's about it's about good beer. Yeah, I think and while preserving the old style yeah, good beer, yeah, definitely, yeah. It's definitely their point. But Justin, like they're not gonna. Justin from Moore just down the road has been a big ad player. He basically came to the UK because he loves past beer, gotcha. you know, and um, he's a massive fan of, of uh, all the old school uh, breweries. That's why he's done collaborations with Fuller's, right, yeah, Hostel, yeah. Uh, the Dark Vice they did with uh, Beautiful, they did with St. Hostel, and he's done a great job of, of marrying those two things together. And, uh, you know, it's important that yeah, we keep that stuff yeah. there, because I love past beer, and we create it here a good chemistry, and uh, we're a big fan of um, traditional styles, um, and the Draper's Arms on on Gloucester Road, it's a beautiful right. pub, and yeah. we want to keep that, you know, we want to keep those traditions. And, and I think it's good that, you know, they come in here and they try and take beer and we go over there and we try and pass. But it's all beer in the end of the day. Yeah, completely. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're very lucky that we have something in this country that is ours. You know, we created yeah. that style. And, and, uh, I think it's I think it's changing as well, isn't it? Like the scene as such. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with like food chemistry and Austin Brown in, in, in Bristol, in, in, in Manchester, yep. in London especially. Like craft beer as such is, is on the rise. Yep. And, yeah. and it's, it's still a very small percentage of beer sales but it is growing yeah yeah. and it seems to be that you know you have events like this so uh, for people this weekend is the East Bristol Beer Trail yes yeah. and five breweries have opened their doors yeah. for people to come in and, and just take beer yeah. yeah it's great and you start off well whichever way you start so you've got Dawkins and Arbor at the top and then yep. you've got uh, us uh, Left Hand Giant and more, more. Yeah. yeah that's all I'm not forgetting anybody nope good 
Yeah. Unless it's more than five, and I missed one yesterday. Yeah. So Kelly, who works here, basically came up with the concept. Yes. Uh, oh, cool. And then linked everybody up. And, uh, yeah. On LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I don't think she has LinkedIn, actually. I'll be really surprised yeah. if, if this entire event was organized over LinkedIn. Yeah. No, Just LinkedIn. Exclusive. Yeah, no, okay. yeah. Obviously. It, it's, it, it is work, and it is networking. It must happen on LinkedIn. It's been Web 2.0, motherfucker. I think it was really hard. Like, I bet. Yeah, yeah. All of them come together. And, but now, like, looking at how it was last year, I wasn't here last year, but yeah. um, talking to Kelly and Bob and the guys who helped us out, um, we're like, Jesus, the, the amount of people that are in here now is way more. Huge. Than like, yeah. It's such a big difference. And uh, that's great. And, and that feeds into everything. That feeds into the pubs in Bristol, that feeds into yep. the breweries. And the amount of hard work that has gone through with those breweries, because each one has, has had such a massive, like Dorkins, you know, like those guys, the, the Hillgrove, the Victoria, the Miners Arms, the right. Walker, all those pubs in uh, Arbor, you know, like they're a massive Bristol staple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four have like made some loads of incredible beers, and as I was talking about with Justin earlier, yeah. left handed giant, I've got School Bar, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly, yeah. you know, like Bruce and Jack, what those guys have done, and so it's great to be a part of it. Those guys have all been like these links of yeah. paving the way. It's, uh, it's nice to have that. It's not just a network of brewers. It extends to the bars. Yeah. It extends yeah. to the customers Absolutely. as well. It extends to the people who drink it. Well, and opening things up to this, it, it engages with everybody. Absolutely. It gets everyone really yeah. involved. Which is and really people are going to start like finding out where, like, oh, I had that really good beer. Where can I get that? A pub, yeah. yes, yeah. and then suddenly yeah. the pub sales. And people ask those questions when yeah. they come here. They want to know where it's sold. They want to know where they can get the bottles. And we're very lucky in Bristol that I moved here from London, and London's beer scene is is huge. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. South London is the size of like really. There's more bars probably that sell yeah. beer in North and East than in the whole of Bristol. Yeah. Uh, so it's very disconnected. People, yeah. especially on the Bermondsey Beer Mile, and you have yeah. all those folks on there, but. Crystal, we all know each other. Yeah. You know, and, um, that's nice. Yeah. You know, we all know the managers and all the bars. And they come and hang out here and they all come here to help us out. Well, yeah, I was talking to uh, one of the people who work in uh, Corsicatum. Okay. And then they were talking about how uh, it, it's they just interact with people from the brewery yeah. straight up. And then um, one of the new, Lost and Grounded, I think, have an actual like manager of sales. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, and they, and they were just talking about how, like, oh, this is the first time I've dealt with a sales manager and not just someone from the brewery. That was me. Oh, was it? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. That Absolutely. would be funny. Yeah. yeah. So I moved from sales from Lost Grand to chemistry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome. Yeah. yeah, she was just remarking about how just the oh, nature of, yeah that's good yeah, that's nice. yeah. yeah. the, the nature good. of the the Bristol beer scene is, is that it's very sort of yeah. homegrown grassroots yeah and that's good and that's like I I go out to places all the time and not necessarily just to, to sell beer but just to touch base yeah you know, I'm, I come from a hospitality background so I want these places to do just as well as, as good chemistry does right. you know and, and uh, you know obviously my priorities lie here but I also want the bars to do well and if right. I can help with that then I will. Uh, Completely. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that I noticed that, you know, uh, like you guys and Lost and Grounded are really hot on Twitter. Yeah. And you see them retweet other people who have said, oh, I've just had a bottle of, uh, you know, Nourish for Dancers up in Gloucester somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, Lost and Grounded do seem to be growing their reach a little bit and sending stuff, you know, a bit further afield and things. 
So it's not just Bristol, and I assume for this weekend, you've had people come from yeah. further afield, you know, get the train down from Cheltenham, or... For us, it's very different, because we are, we're really, like, southwest. Yeah. We're, like, a really rare brewery that um, we haven't actually uh, sent beer up to the north or sent beer to London yet. Yeah. Oh, so, like, little trickles have gone, right. and we've, like, you know, we've met a few people, and we've sent beer here, and we've sent beer there. Um, but we haven't actually um, went with any distributors yet, and that's a really rare thing for a brewery, yeah. especially within this industry, not sign up to yeah. those distributors. Um, but we, you know, Bob and Kelly are from Bristol, uh, they love Bristol, they're big fans of it, and they want the market to grow here, so most of our attention uh, is it's here. local. Yeah. It is, so we've started going a little bit to Cardiff, uh, and then Cheltenham. And then we're going to start to look into other areas. We are going back to my home ground next week. We're going back to Portsmouth next week. So oh, okay. That's going to be good. I'm looking forward to that. We've just got promoted as a football oh, team. Yeah, so, yeah. From League Two. Right. The depths <laughs> of League Two. Uh, so, yes, we go back uh, on... I drive back on Friday, so I'll be back in Portsmouth for the weekend. We're doing an event at the Wayfair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I get, get a little bit of time back and get that hotel. Nice, nice. That's cool. That's like, yeah, so it's um, it's going well, I think. I don't think yeah. there's any breweries around here that are, you know, not doing very well. I think everybody has their own little niche. And, yeah, very yeah. much, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. good. Yeah. Awesome. Can we crack open another beer? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Played any of the Batman games? All of them. Yeah. And, uh, and Origins? The, yeah. Yeah. And Arkham Knight? Yeah. The framework of the fighting buried that franchise. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, and it's still being used now. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I was just saying to Adam, like I just played Mad Max, and it's almost exactly the same. It's not yeah. quite as tight, but it is that right. Who did that again? Rocksteady. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Look at me, a new thing about a developer. Um, uh, the new game that's out right now on PS4, which I have, but I completely forgot the name. But it kills over people again. Oh, Horizon. Yeah. Oh man, it's not too far dissimilar. Horizon. It's not far dissimilar to that, right? No, is that? I think it's got like a Shadow of Mordor kind of feel about that game. You know, the way that you can like... And then it's got The Last of Us, the way that you scrap and make things. And yeah. It's got a bit of that, it's got a bit of Shadow of Mordor. It does, a bit of the Batman. It does pull a lot of stuff yeah. in, yeah. Because you can do the thing in Batman when, you know, you glide down, you scare someone, and yeah. then it's just scared. You can like track all the tracks of all the animals, yeah. and make sure they all get off filter, and it's got a bit of that. That's what makes that game so great, because it's gone through all of these things, and then went, nah, we can make a great game out of all of these yeah, elements. Yeah, definitely. It's great. It is, it is really cool. I'm not really too sure if I really dig, like, the whole, like, uh, like, the actual, like, the things, like, the story and stuff. The narrative and the setting, really? I don't think I really... Robot dinosaurs, though. Yeah. How yeah. do you get about, how do you not get behind robot dinosaurs? I don't know. Just, like... You know, I don't know. It's real like, dinosaurs. Like, yeah, because he's a Batman fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got these tribal people, and then they're all spiritual and stuff, and religious, and then you've got all this science. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a tangible way of explaining why. It does, it does, it does, it does get way. into it, yeah, it does get into but it. But when you're playing the game, it does look a little bit off. Mm. But I don't think the game needs that really strong narrative all the way through. I think the mechanics sell that game completely. So tight. Yeah. Yeah, the way that you can like shoot a crossbow, slow motion when you jump, yeah, that one, move to the next one, slide stab underneath that one, something, hide back yeah. in the bushes, hide again, get the next one. Yeah. I've only played an hour of that game, I think. 
um, because I basically started it and then went to Canada for two and a half weeks. I'm super looking for it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's You will good. enjoy it. Yeah, it's And your good. flatmate has already finished it. Yeah. In your absence. Yeah. yeah. It's great. And it's great to play a female character. Yes. Because yeah. that hardly ever happens. Yeah. Well, also, and not a, um, not a, like, OG Lara Croft style female character. I do like the new two better games. Oh, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, not a, like, ridiculously, like, fan service Yeah. This is made for 12 year old boys, female character, but like a legit female character. Like, I really liked. So, that was the last kind of game I played a lot on the Xbox One. It was the newest Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was great. Really liked it. Story was kind of cool. Kind of Resident Evil ish, actually. Really? I haven't played, because I haven't yeah. finished no, the I original one, and I, I got it for like five pounds on the Super Xbox, cool. and I just haven't turned it on. Cause and it, was, it borrowed a lot from The Last of Us, you could build things like in the middle of combat to aid you. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. It was really, really cool. Yeah, I liked that a lot. That was a good game. Yeah, I really liked the, the, the Tomb Raider, the rebooted one that yep. came out a few yep. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was really nice, yeah. Because I'm one of those people that never actually bothered with the old ones. Okay. Uh, my my only complaint is that Tomb Raider has puzzles and these games don't have puzzles. Yeah. But as soon as you let go of like that attachment, they're just it's a good solid series that has the name of a different series that has yeah. puzzles. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Why do you think games like that were so heavily dependent on puzzles? Like Resident Evil was another one. Going yeah. Back to Resident Evil, and now. They're slowly, but their puzzles become easier. I think with Resident Evil, they had to have something else that wasn't just shooting zombies. Unlike Resident Evil 4, which is much more action-based, the original trilogy, like 3, is a, is a chase movie. Yeah. You know, you're, you're being followed by Nemesis the whole way through. Yeah. It just has that tense atmosphere constantly. Yeah. And in, in the first game, if you were just stood there shooting zombies all the time it's just a zombie shooting game there's no there's no quiet period yeah. there's no tense and then you know, chilled out sort of moments where you've got to think about things it's just a corridor tense shooter otherwise yeah. so it gives you a bit of reflection it gives you a bit of a quiet period a bit of a break from sort of all of just the, the tenseness yeah. uh, with Tomb Raider I suppose it's just the nature of the the or the idea that you're going into a tomb it's the same as Uncharted Uncharted yeah. has several very small puzzles in it you yeah. go into a tomb which has traps it has secret doors yeah. you know systems that people have put in place maybe to immerse you a little bit more yeah. but again to give you a break to yeah. give you a break from just shooting leopards and, and T-Rexes yeah. and things like that Uncharted was ridiculous when that third game first came out and you played that yeah it was just ridiculous. Like, mm. the set pieces mm. of the first one, Yeah, you were just like, what is going on? What are they going to be hanging off next? Yeah. yeah. And then the second one, I thought... The train, the second one. Awesome. But then... The it, fact that you revisit it as well. The second oh. or the third one, I got a bit annoyed with, because everything was a disaster. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And there was... I remember, like, Holly would sometimes... This is my wife would have nothing uh, to just watch right because I would be taking up the television yeah 
I'll see you like, let me guess, you're going to reach for that ledge and everything's going to blow up. <laughs> and it would. Yeah, you know, of and, and, you know, the, the train would come falling down or somebody or whatever. And it was like, it just became like, oh, okay, like, the trick was Very up. Very yeah. yeah. But they still made it work. They it, did, it, it yeah, they did. It felt like, oh, I'm fed up playing this because I still think it, it works. Um, but I think the last of us almost... Yeah, which is by Naughty Dog as well. It's kind of the evolution of Uncharted, but it brings in those quiet moments as yeah. well. From you know, from Resi, from Tomb Raider, yeah. it allows you a bit of uh, a reprieve from what's going yeah. on. And Uncharted kind of has that. Where yeah. um, in Uncharted Four, you kind of walk through a crowd, and there's a lot of exposition. There's some flavor text. Yeah. There's you know things like yeah. that and I stuff think, to do. Yeah, games have taken it the cue finally from cinema that like. You don't want action scene after action scene after action scene. What makes those action scenes stronger is those moments of breathing room. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Like the giraffe scene in The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That poignantly, I remember every time I talk about The Last of Us is when Ellie sees the giraffe mm. and the giraffe is like poking through this dilapidated building and she goes up to it and strokes it. And you're just like, oh man, she hasn't seen a giraffe before. Yeah, I guess she doesn't know what yeah. a giraffe is. And yeah. that is genius, you know. And Half-Life played with loads of stuff yeah, like that. Did. You know, Half-Life was the king of mm. that. Um, yeah. That's one of my favourite franchises of all time. Um, I think half not, I didn't talk about that earlier, but Half-Life on PC when I first played that. Yeah. Even from when you die, you can still move your head. Yeah. Even stuff like that was like genius. You were like, oh, you can still look around. Like, this time I'll do this. I'll go that way, I'll go that yeah. way. That was an amazing game. Yeah. Uh, Gordon without even talking. Oh yeah, he was the did a lecture. I think he's the spiritual ancestor of Master Chief. Yeah, right. The idea of like, even though he had a race, etc., because he never talked, it was very easy to feel like you were the character. And yeah. then Master Chief took that to a new level, where it was like you could be any race. You just yeah, know your right height. Much, yeah, That's yeah. basically it. And so anyone could feel like they were Master Chief yeah. when they were doing the thing. Yeah, and I think that's. Not often, not nearly as lauded as it should be. Yeah. Is a very smart move. And like the physics engine with the with the with the gun, the gravity the gun. The gun, yeah. And all of that was new. And like the propellers that would cut people up, and yeah. all the way the ways that you could get would dispatch people. Yeah. And like when you kill people, and then when people floated in the water, yeah. And watching that trailer for the first time would be like whoever was next to like, oh my god, the bodies float. Yeah. Like, shit, like that's like so new. Like no one's ever done that. And it's like <laughs> whoa, like, like the physics was just insane. And it'd throw a grenade underneath, underneath a little dumpster. Yeah. And that dumpster would fall down, a chain reaction on something else. It's like, Jesus, this is going to be mm. great. And you could shoot through like all the planks and yeah. stuff, and it would still affect the bodies on the other side. And that was all new. Like, yeah, it was. It was. And this is why, if they release a new Half Life, where do they take it? Because so many of these ideas now have been expanded and they're so experimental now. Right? Yeah. Because they, they've always been known Half Life. It's a strange one. Like, is Half Life 3 in development? And has it been in development actually? Because yeah, right. they're constantly going, well, oh, shit. we now need to do something better than that. We now yeah. need to do something better than you that. You Duke Nukem forever still? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Did that get released? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay. five years ago, I think? Four years ago? Yeah, maybe not even that long. Yeah. Didn't it get cancelled for like, ages? They came back yeah. and they got mm-hmm. released. And the uh, idea kept rebooting it, and a lot of it was, as Ben was saying, like, oh shit, the engine's not nearly good enough, we'll have to reboot it in a new engine, right. and they just could never catch up, and then what they released was just awful. Yeah. Right. It's just like they, they were too far up their own asses because they were so worried about being outdated that they came out outdated. Right. Definitely. Well, that's a big problem, isn't it, with yes. the games now, like, 
people pushing them to release the game as quick as possible. And, you know, I think Shadow of Colossus and all of those guys, they're always pushed. Like, uh, The Last Guardian. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, very much. Final Fantasy XV, Metal Gear Solid V. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're really pushed to get the games out as quick as possible because they know there's going to be a big sales yeah. volume after that. Sometimes you've got to wait. You know, you've just got to... The Last Guardian probably waited too long because... The well, last, AI was outdated. And last Guardian was a, was a PS3 game that they then had right, to up to right, the PlayStation 4. The controls as well for yeah. the Last Guardian were very clumsy. A lot, a lot of issues with throwing barrels in the right place and yeah. bird dog but the game I, barrels. The idea is beautiful. And, yeah. and the story, just like Ico did, and just like Shadow Cross did, translates and it all works very well together. But playing it is very hard, like, especially when now when people have seamlessly seamlessly created these controls to be perfect for every move yeah, yeah. yeah. about Uncharted earlier right. and then that just seemed so clunky and so old mm. um, but it was still beautiful I still really enjoyed it yeah. it was just like yeah, yeah. yeah. you waited too long yeah yeah definitely and, and, I mean, uh, one of the reasons I brought my PS3 back from Canada this past trip was so I could because I have the collector's edition Ico Shadows Glosses disc and I can just plug that in whenever I want now yes. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about the God of War series becoming a third person where you're behind Kratos instead of the whole... I think it's fine. You like it? Yeah, I don't I think, think it's fine. Um, I mean, I have my... I feel like when you are a, very, a character of a very specific character, it's good to be third person. Yep. Especially if you're not using guns or bows. I think it's a lot easier to, like... like Just like we were talking about the Rocksteady games, it's a lot easier to coordinate your combos and stuff when you see the sort of movements of the character. Yeah. And when you're Kratos, like, that's fine. He's a badass-looking guy. He is. But I like that, the idea that you don't know what's going on behind you. Mm, fair. If you're on a fixed camera or a panning camera, something like that, you can see almost everything around you. Whereas when you're third person, you will just see... You mean just... Sorry? You mean first person? Wait, well, even in third person. Oh. When something comes from behind you... You don't see it until right at the last yeah. minute. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing um, Stories, The Path of Destiny, which was a free PS Plus game from uh, a few months ago. It's kind of not third person. The camera shifts around the environment a little okay. bit, but kind of is, you know, it's sort of third person a bit. But you kind of, an enemy will come from behind you, and you don't quite see it until right at the last minute. You've got really quick to counter their attack. Right. So you know that actually you're playing a little bit more skillfully as well. And something like God of War, where you're meant to be this badass fucking yeah. demigod yeah. So who's meant to destroy everything, yeah. you want to feel like you can do that. Yeah. So having something come from just behind you and you counter it right at the last minute, you think, fucking, I am badass. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. is what God of War is about, yeah. isn't it? It's about being badass. Yeah. So that kind of works, I think. And the whole Greek god thing is still awesome. Yeah. Let's go to Norse. I was going to say, they've run out of great gods. I love that idea. Yeah. I do like the idea of, like, all the pantheons exist and you just have to carve your way through yeah. them. Although, I, I would have laughed if they just went to Roman. Straight away, yeah. But uh, God of War is like Metroid. The way that you level up, you get better, and you get all, like, the different, like, armor bits. Yeah. I love that. I love that whole concept of games when you think your character is set and you're already powerful, and then you get something that's even more powerful. <laughs> yeah. And then you meet someone who's more powerful than you when you're playing them, and you're yeah, like, yeah, now I yeah. this. Yeah. And then you get that, and then it just continues. And I love that. I think that's a great concept. God of War is a brilliant game. 
The only thing that annoyed me about God of War, I can't remember which one it was, was that wall climb towards the end. Yeah, I don't know about it. Have you ever climbed that wall? It's near the end. You have to, and it, it, it's, it's just a climbing minigame oh, kind of thing, just to grind. But it's so hard, and like, not a, nothing really works properly. You have to like, slice people off the wall, and there's people coming that way, and slice them off that way. The amount of times I died doing that. Yeah, but Kratos is a great character. Yeah. One of the best. And like God one of War, the angriest. <laughs> yeah. So angry. God of War, which is the one where he goes across the guy's head? He's like trying to like... Uh, is that the third one? I think so. Yeah. He's at a whole island. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's awesome. PS2 towards the end had some oh. real power. Yeah. It, they definitely figured that console yeah. out. Yeah. And then they went to their crazy cell processor and no one knew what to do with it. Like, the PS3, if people actually learned to develop on it, it would have been way better than the X360, but it was too much effort. Right. I think. Like, well, you look at something like Heavenly Sword, which came out really yeah, early, and that was pretty a much really launched, good game. Yeah. And they the obviously had been, flowed, yeah, and all of it looked, but yeah. that was that was it was a God of War fight, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It was. but they they did it really well. But obviously, they've been working on that exclusively for a while, yeah. and they had the tech for a while to develop exclusively for that tech. Yeah. Um, are they making Hellblade at the moment? Oh, okay, so that's um, cool. Which which looks really good. And it, it looks like they've done all of the like facial recognition stuff. Right, nice. they, they, they've um, released a load of developer diaries. Is it Ninja Theory? Yeah, they maybe. Yeah, they've released a load of developer diaries, and you watch those, and you can see the tech that's gone in behind this game. It's insane the amount of stuff that goes behind the production of this, this game. And you think, well, if that's happening for this. You know, um, what did they put into their previous games and right. their previous yeah. games, and you know, that, to really push the systems that they were building yeah. for? So, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing when you're creating a game, like, they must have in mind that if it's going to take a certain amount of years, that technology is going to catch up with them and they're making oh, yeah. it. Yeah. And then they have to go back and, okay, we can make this bit better because yeah. we now have that to do that. And now we can do this idea that you thought of. And but again, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the Final Fantasy uh, Last Guardian issue, isn't yeah. it? Like, just go, oh, we'll just delay it for a little bit more. We can do this now. We just let it know. We can yeah. do this now. That's a nightmare. No, yeah, I, I, I don't envy that decision-making process, especially because at some point you feel trapped by it because, like, well, I've delayed it like five times already, so I can't not release the best version of this possible because people have been waiting so long. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I'm pretty sure what happened with Duke Nukem Forever. They, they eventually were like, "We've sunk so much money into this, we have to just fucking." Duke Nukem Forever. Does it have? Strip clubs. I don't know. No, I don't know. I didn't play it. I, oh, yeah, no one played it. Probably it. does. Do you remember the old one? Oh, Duke in 3D. Yeah, 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 of course. And that's all it Just was. Just the first level where they turn into pigs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you go in. And well, it's, so from what I understand, uh, they made because it had been sitting on the shelf for so long, the sense of humor stayed with yeah, the post. Duke 3D era and no one in the modern era wants to yeah. play a game like that it's just not and right all, and all of the older people who did play it are way past it to pick it up again yeah, 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 yeah. Just, it doesn't fit there's still room for an old world game though whenever they want to do that there is going to be a new old world game is there yeah. yeah that's good Abe is a great character yeah yeah. will it be an Abe game I don't know because didn't they do uh, Stranger's Wrath yeah which isn't Abe it's set, in the, set in the world yeah yeah it's a different character so okay. I love that game yeah, that was great. Wow, fucking Abe's Odyssey was just hilarious. Oh man, it's such yeah. a good game. It was great. Just running other inhabitants into electric fields yeah. or towards the squid-like enemies, and they're just 
machine gun them down. Like, oh, I like, fucked up there. Okay, it was like sure. lemmings, but you could be in a little <laughs> trough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, they should make another lemmings game. Because yeah. the old school lemmings was a pain. Because when you got to the later levels and you had them all like going over different parts of the map, yeah, and, and you, you had, had some to... guys dig in, you know. And you were looking over here, and you'd be like, "Oh shit, they're dying over yeah, here!" Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. And it was a nightmare. But Oddworld and the Apex series took that kind of like thing of like you could move everybody in that way. Yeah. It made everything a little bit more accessible. Lemmings was difficult. Yeah, by the end. Yeah, Lemmings was almost uncontrollable. Yeah, like just this sheer amount of them. Those, uh, you know, Oddworld, you maybe got two or three of the most companions to kind of direct yeah. and yeah. stop, and then take the portal and you know. You, influence the environment in a certain way to yeah. get them through like it was good because it was manageable yeah whereas Lemmings can get chaotic really fucking quickly. yeah well I mean that was that was part and parcel it was yeah, part of the yeah. fun yeah completely. like Paul McGregor oh man that's <laughs> when you said unmanageable yeah. and all I remember is the Iron Maiden soundtrack and the that game was ridiculous you mean yeah the, the zombies yeah you do that something looked all like regular people yeah. They were zombies, <laughs> yeah. yet we could run them over. The amount of blood and this thing was ridiculous. And then Twisted Metal came out and then put yeah. that game to one side. Yeah, no. I didn't play the newest Twisted Metal, though. Uh, no. I didn't either. No. Yeah. I don't usually play card Twist- games at all, really. Twisted really Metal yeah. Block was excellent, and there's no reason to play another Twisted Metal game. That's fair. That's like the PS2 one. Is that the first one? No, it's it's the remake for the PS2 and the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to like Mr. Grimm. He was in the little bike, and his mm. special maneuver was blade, right? And it was one shot kill. I used to like that. He was the man. And everybody always got the clown. Who like, oh, yeah, this is the hit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had yeah. all the missiles and stuff. Yeah. Sweet Tooth? Yeah. yeah. Sweet Tooth. Yeah. I think he was like poster boy for the game, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he was yeah, yeah. the guy. Good memory. Those were the days for PST you needed to buy that like separate adapter to get online to play it. Oh, yeah. That's an external mode then, yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. Came out with, with the external mode. Yeah. yeah, I used to work a game when that came out. Yeah, and it had that headset in it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But like, it, seemed, it seemed like such far away technology at the time. You were like, oh, I'm gonna play online. Yeah, I'm gonna play with someone not in the house with me. Yeah, and now of course Ben and I have been like just wanting to play couch co-op games like I don't want to play online I want to play next to someone why don't you have a couch co-op mode you bastard that only happens within our that that, what you just said only happens within our generation yeah the new generation like my nephew is nine uh, no seven Jack he's very young and he plays loads of games and he's online and plays Minecraft Mm. what's the one where you dig a lot Minecraft Terry it's Terraria. Terraria. Yeah. It's, it's like two D side scrolling. He that. plays loads of that. He absolutely loves it. But uh, he has no need. He does not want someone to be next to him. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for our generation, it was great. I think we loved how, it. That's how we learned how to play games. Absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. Completely. And you stole things from people. You'd watch how they were using the controller. Like yeah. Double Dash was a huge game for me. And I was learning how to play shitloads and. People would have different ways that skip around a corner. You'd watch, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to try that next. You'd be so competitive. Playing Goldline, everyone sort of oh, sat yeah. with their controller almost vertical yeah. and just tilted away from you. you. So there, everyone's sort of yeah. playing it like this. You yeah. just don't know what they're it's doing. It's so tense. The Goldline was brilliant. The, what's the one? That there was a level where you could crawl through the air shaft into the toilet. Facility. And you do that with proximity, Yeah, yeah. 
and someone would and suss out. And as soon as they spawn, they just proxy mines them. Really? Yeah, they go, I can't do anything. The flood would go down. Awesome. But that's gone now. Well, there's still a few games that are that, but they're definitely niche target. FIFA still keeps that up. I think FIFA is one of those games that you want a friend next to you. If they've taken a penalty and you kind of glance at their control card. It still has that. But I think Overwatch is fantastic as a multiplayer game. I really enjoy that. I've kind of enjoyed everything Blizzard's ever done. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're solid. I don't think I've, there's nothing by Blizzard I've ever thought. The Diablo on the console annoyed me. It was too easy. Oh, really? Um, you have to go through it all, complete it on a normal level. Maybe there's someone who can actually sort this out for me. Because I completed Diablo on, on normal. Yeah. It was really easy. I could walk through it. And then you can put the setting up. Yeah. yeah. But on the PC version, can't you put it up to far straight away? I, I, I don't know. I do know that um, there was definitely a locked-off level right. like, like of difficulty that you had to beat something below it to unlock. I just don't know if that was super hard or just hard. Right. Because I love the, the card game as well. Uh, Hearthstone? Yeah. yeah, that's pretty solid. I think that's cool as well. You play much here now. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Have you played Gwent? No. I guess. Oh, because you know, it's free. Yes. Oh, in the game when you sit down. But it's also now its own. Oh, it's in beta. Yeah. It's too bad you got rid of your Xbox because it's on Xbox and PC. Yeah. It's just it, it, they they did a PS4 beta weekend oh, uh, month or two ago, uh, so it's going to come out on PS4 yeah. at some point as well. So. PS4 on it. Yeah. They see Xbox has got it. And they're like, how much do you want? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have it too. Uh, it's an interesting card game that I am, I play a lot of card games, um, and I'm really crap at this because it's so unique. It's just not as it's not as like basic as Hearthstone. No, 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 it's a little bit more complicated. It, yeah, not um, not massively. It's, it's, yeah, it's very the, easy to pick the up. The innate premise is different. It's not like you have three tiers, three areas to drop cards in, and you have basically two rounds to win. Yes, it. it's about the, the score at the end of the round once you've used all your cards, rather than eliminating the. Yeah, you're not like taking, you're such. not taking down HP or anything. You're just trying to get the best score. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. yeah, and and because of that, I'm like, I don't know how to do this game. I played so many CCGs in my day, and it's all about killing someone. And I think maybe, oh shit, I'm balls at this. It's the same thing; you're just accumulating. I know, but it, it was just like I mean, I only played a few hours of it, but I was like, oh, I don't like. I yeah, don't know how to improve my deck at this point. Maybe he's trying to look at it in a way of like he's trying to work out like the way that you can't lose, and then <laughs> right. So it has the ultimate deck. Like. Yeah. When you get a good deck, you can look at the ways that you can't lose. Yeah. Like, just look at the game mechanics and how it's made. Like, even though there's loads of ways to do it, it's still ways to kind of cheat the system because the game hasn't... Yeah, well, and, and with games like Hearthstone and like Magic and stuff, they all have a huge meta game. So, like, the, the like competitive people all play a certain type of deck based on what's available. And that because of that, people know what those decks are now. The like casual players will also adopt the same sort of trends, right? Which means you have to be able to fight within that schema because everyone's playing that type of deck, so you right. have to be able to beat that deck. But there's a, like they've already figured out what the best deck to beat that deck is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that's cool. And uh, yeah, but it, it, back in the day when I was in junior high and played Magic, there was no information about what the top tier people were playing, so you just right. made a fun deck that you could figure out. And now, all, all of these card games, because of information's available, 
It doesn't matter if you want to play this weird mechanic because you will lose because everyone's already yeah, figured it out. Yeah, like yeah. in StarCraft, when people realize that you were building and you could just send all your low level guys yeah. in and they rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you find a Zerg rush? With putting two little supply bases in between the army base and then build them up so people can get in straight away. Right. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That's great too. Like, yeah, it, just, it just makes it on, and that becomes like a mechanic that everyone does. Yeah, it just like. it makes a different game out of it. It yeah. does, yeah, completely. It, it almost revives new life into it as well. When you're getting towards the sort of, yeah. you know, six months after the game, and someone goes, "Hey, I've got this way to play it instead. It's yeah. going to destroy everybody." And goes, "Well, I think we better adopt that." Yeah. yeah. Now we need to play in a slightly different way to be able to do it. And yeah. People figure out how to beat that guy. Speaking yeah. of expo uh, exclusives, I've just remembered one that might actually make me regret getting rid of my Xbox One. Is there going to be a new Fable? No. 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 It got cancelled. Lion, Lionheart got, and the studio got closed. Yeah, Lionheart what? closed. Like three. Also, Alex. Warrior, hey, the French, he's got a French surname, he's like the oh, guy behind all of those. Yeah, but Black and White as well, he did stuff. I know who you're talking about, I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, Black and White's Molyneux, Peter Molyneux. Molyneux, Peter Molyneux. He did, yeah, 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 cool. So, um, that's but it? Lionheart Studios is closed. Yeah, I, I assume he's transcended humans and has just floated into the sky. Yeah. And he was always known as well. the guy of my childhood who would always let me down. <laughs> yeah. That's about right. <laughs> he would like, go on like these. I'd watch all of his interviews on E3 and stuff. And yeah. be like, this game, like Black and White 2, is going to be. It's going to be this. Yeah, the ultimate god game. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then you yeah. get it and you just be like, oh man, I'd yeah. rather play Age of Empires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Age of Empires 2 had a new expansion three months ago. It did. And everyone's going back to Age of Empires 2 now. Because, yeah. This is so good. Yeah. yeah. And it's still the same graphics, right? It yeah. is, yeah. Well, Brilliant. they had an HD remake for PC, but, uh, I mean, it's still the same. Brilliant. But the fact that they were like, fuck it, Indians, we're going to finally give you Indians. Awesome. And then it was like, oh yeah, I really like this game. I, I, I like people have bought the expansion because it's sort of like on a lark, and like, oh no, this is still better than most of the other crap. Yeah. Now we we'll give you the Orient. Yeah. yeah that's now we we'll give you African nations. Yeah. And yeah. Constantly, just like yeah. They've, they've, they've had what two or three. Expansions? It must have had three have or four. Have you played the new Civ game? Civ Six. Yeah. What happened? Isn't that supposed to be? It's supposed to be good. I hear. Yeah. It's supposed to be the most feature-rich. Yeah. Civ. Nice. Uh, as a base game, you know, like uh, Civ Four, which brought in Gods and Kings, and yeah. the other expansion, which brought in so many other now staple mechanics that you wouldn't play the game without. Civ 5 was a bit light on the ground when it first came out, and they brought in some more uh, yeah. expansions, which added things. Nice. Civ 6 is meant to have come out with all of those, with everything. Yes. So, so you don't have to like wait a year for the DLC to come out to give you the features you're used to from the previous one. Right. Although it probably is about a year now, isn't it? Yeah, and I, but I don't think there's been a major DLC release. No, I don't think so. My computer is rubbish. It's downstairs in the office as we speak. And I downloaded Civ 4, and um, that took up a lot of my life. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> I love those games. Yeah. Um, One of my biggest uh, things that makes me very sad is even good old games doesn't have Civ 2 out yet. I fucking love Civ 2. Yeah. That's my introduction to that style game and I played the shit out of it. Yeah. Those games are incredible. And you appreciate them the older you get. Yeah. yeah. I love the fact that you, like, Rome to War and all of those bad boys, mm. when you're playing those at a young age, like Shogun and stuff, yeah. they're so. The stuff you have to do to actually win is quite complex. Yeah, yeah, very much, yeah. So you need to be a lot older to actually get the... You need to know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and you need to be quite... quite you know, yeah, there's enough things going on, you need strategy up on a bunch of levels. Yes. You can't just be like, ARMY! Yes. 
Yes. There's no such thing as a Zerg Russian Sith. God. Mostly because there's no such thing as a Zerg and Sith. Bloody yeah. annoying ones. A friggin' what the Eldar who come through the portals. In Starcraft. Yeah. They come through the portals. An Eldar Warhammer. Air Eldar in Starcraft, very well. I have no, no. idea. Blades, Blades Ross? Blades Ross. No. Uh, Western Ross. It's where the Western dragons are. <laughs> What are they called? Zerg. No, oh, not Zerg. No. I can't remember. I haven't Starcrafted in a long time. No, nor have I. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> right. That's a good place to finish for the episode. As oh. our memories have started to just deteriorate yeah. completely. Bang. Up to all. Ben, <laughs> what is your good chemistry beer of the week? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the first one, which was Natural Selection. Yeah. yeah. Which is the pale. Uh, very sessionable. I love my session beers. It was just so easy to drink. Yep. It is flavorful. Yeah. For a light beer. Yeah, so I yeah, hear someone say that from, from Coke Bowl Weekend. Slice. Since yeah. Coke Bowl Weekend seems to be that. The, like, yeah. That's what everybody wants. But again, Coke Bowl Weekend. We had a Coke Bowl Weekend, and that was. It is very light. It's very easy to drink. Yeah. A bit too fruity for me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It is very fruity. Yeah. Yeah. But no fruit juice. None. You know, we're not like the tiny rebel guys who put fruit yeah, juice yeah. in their beer. Yeah. That is all hops, malt. That's, that's the, you know, it's a good combination of. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a great beer, but I'm with you. I like a bit of it. You can have how many of those natural selections could you have? Or not? Seven. Seven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what was your favorite? <laughs> After you've had the seven natural selections. Yeah, I think I might go for the Wild Forest. I yep. thought it was quite unique. Um, and the taste lingered in my mind and my tongue, I think. Okay. Like, super, like, I would seek it out again to try and try it again. So I think it's the Wild Forest. You can nice. have one when you go back downstairs for the stop And you have already mentioned that the Red Star Rye is one of your favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite it is. Yeah, it's a shame because obviously it's going to go down. Yeah. So, yeah. The summer, because it's a winter beer. Uh, so, May will return next winter. Uh, my favourite summer beer, we've got a few summer beers that are coming out, so Business Casual will be our hoppy saison, yeah. which is in the tank, which is nice. a few feet away from us, just over yeah. there somewhere. Uh, and then Fieldwork will be back. Yeah, Fieldwork is exactly. a great from my head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, super crisp, uh, yeah. really great for the summer. Yeah. Um, so that will be back, so we'll have two saisons for the summer. Uh, the Galley beer, which is still uh, at the Galavalfry on right. the Road, that's a great beer. Um, yeah, so I'll probably go, I think Fieldwork. I love that beer. Nice. Great. Nice. Super yeah. crisp. Because oh, so uh, I'd, I'd read that like Big Bang was disappearing. It is. Oh, I really? Mean, that was that was the first good chemistry beer I'd had because it was one of the first. Oh, you one of the group. Yeah. And I'm just thinking that such a good. Oh, I didn't realise that. The recipe is probably going to stick around. Okay. I, can't, I can't speak for Bob, but yeah. I think the recipe is going to stick around. A big brewer has taken the name and, and basically oh. sent us an email and just said that you can't use the name. Big really? Bang, really? Otherwise, we'll see. Fuck. Oh, and they're so big that you can't say no. Uh, wow. Yeah, they copyright it. So, oh. and obviously we can't afford to copyright our games. Yeah, it's yeah. so expensive to yeah. copyright games. Yeah. So, uh, I, I can't remember who it was. It's either like Bastards or Green King or something. Oh. It's one of the two. It's one of like the really big boys. Yeah, yeah. And they sent us an email and said, right, we've got Big Bang now. So, oh. That's alright, we'll just call it Bigger Bang. Hey, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The you biggest know. of bangs. Yeah, let's we'll call it the biggest of bang of the ABV. Right, yeah, you just say blank, blank theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But I think yeah, uh, it seems to be not. Yeah, yeah, we will finish up. But seems to be happening a lot at the moment. Bigger, yeah. bigger people, bulldog, <laughs> telling people not to fucking do stuff because they've decided that they want to do it. <laughs> if we wanted to get a hold of good chemistry, if anyone wanted to get a hold of good chemistry, how would they? Uh, plug, 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 you. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, if you live in Bristol, <laughs> you're quite lucky because it's pretty much in most craft beer box shops. So, better food, Corkscrew Street, Cargo. Uh, Beer Emporium Brewery Street Craig uh, Brewery Street Craig Bryan yeah. yeah Garrett Craig Bryan yeah lovely dude um, I've just put bottle caps on it so. uh, where else yeah I think that'll be about it I think the strawberry fever a few of our bottles Twitter Twitter what's your tweet for Andrew is the at good Kemp brew don't ask me it's at Good Kemp Brew. There we go. Yes, I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's at Good Kemp Brew. Nice. If, people, be... if people want to talk to you yeah. about games and tell you Me. the name of Starcraft races that we've forgotten, that would be good. Yeah. Uh, it's just at Samuel Curry. Nice. Uh, nice. Good old, uh, yeah, C U R L E one. You can reach me at the Omniarch on all of the things. Uh, I've had Nova underscore 47 on most of the things. Drop the underscore for some of the things like PlayStation and, and, and such. you can reach us at tankedup underscore cast on Twitter. You can. Tankedupcast at gmail.com. Yes. On Facebook, if you just look up tankedupcast. Yes. And of course, on outoflives.net. Ooh. And as always, please leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play stores because that gets more eyes. You won't, but you should. More ears on us. Eyes, ears. Yeah, oh, they are the Eldar. 40,000, the Eldar versus yeah. the Protus. The Protus. Proteus. Is it Proteus or Protus? Protus. Protus, right. Protus. Wait, wait a derail just the, the, right when we were like, all oh, bang on, bang on, bang on. We're almost there. Goodbye. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> See you later. Awesome. Hi, guys. Adil here. The truth amongst you may have noticed that on our first trip to a brewery, we managed not to talk a lot about the beer. Unfortunately, the technical issues that plagued us in the last couple of weeks seem to have caught up with us again, and uh, we managed to lose on-site an hour of the, our conversation. Um, unfortunately, uh, these things happen. And uh, when you're on site with, with a phone app and a microphone, there's only so much you can do. You don't have the um, luxury of a Skype redundancy setup to save you in the event of, of such misfortunes. So I just wanted to let you know that uh, this wasn't on purpose, and it definitely wasn't our aim. Uh, and we are also really sad that we can couldn't share our uh, tastings and chattings about uh, those brews with you. Um, so apologies to you, listener, and many apologies to the folks at Good Chemistry. Uh, thank, again, we thank them for bringing us into the fold during uh, the East Bristol Brewery Trail and spending some time with us. Uh, and unfortunately, that's just uh, the way it goes sometimes. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to uh, come back to good chemistry if uh, if they'll help us and uh, rectify that situation and, and bring you some more on-site um, chat and um, actual proper beer talk. But no matter what, um, we'll be sampling their future brews 
when they come out, because they're great brews, and they're wonderful people, too. Um, so, anyway, just wanted to let you know what that was about. Ta. Which I thought this app was really good about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Oh, well. Although I've been pretty proactive about, like, making sure there's a bunch of space beforehand. But But it might be okay. Well, you know. Uh, I think we may have lost an hour ish. Okay. I've had a really bad week with technology. I'm not surprised. Batman chat. That was good. I think we may have lost Batman chat. That was good. It was good. I did enjoy it. It was also like a good 30 minutes. Just for us. Right. It's it's great. Yeah, man. Fair enough. Edit that out. No. No. It all stays (laughs) in.